I joke. I also joke. Do you joke, Matt? I joke all the time. We joke. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Joke time. There were three podcasts last week, Matt. A welcome respite from the previous four podcast week that left us exhausted emotionally and physically. Yes, mostly physically. The first part of the week was with Cousin Sal. The second one was with Just Bill, then Ed Norton, which meant it was Just Ed Norton. Yes. Uh, The third one was with uh, Joe House, and then David Chang. My name is Chris. I think Chris is more of a pumpkin pumpkin guy. And I'm Matt. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Here we go. So the first one of the week, Cousin Sal, and then Jacko, guessing the lines, but not Jacko. One hour, 54 minutes, and 34 seconds. 12 seconds in, this swallow. Tech company. She went to ZipRecruiter.com. And then, and of course, this is before Pearl Jam, which was at 157. Bill is promoting the Ringer's coverage of the start of the NBA season with what he calls, at 108, Palooza. Palooza is coming. And then again, here, at 148, Palooza. If you liked all the Palooza stuff we did the last couple of years. Matt, I looked at the NBA preview on the Ringer, and it variously looked to be either NBA Palooza mm-hmm. or Preview Palooza. I don't think they were throwing a Palooza. Is a Palooza a thing? Man, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> According to yourdictionary.com, Palooza is a neologism right, like for it, an exaggerated event. It's meaningless on its own. Yes. It needs a s- prefix. Yes. After Pearl Jam, at 2.42, Bill tries to promote Google by calling Cousin Sal on Google. And you hear Cousin Sal pick up. Hello, who's this? With what is fairly clearly phone-grade audio. And then immediately transition to studio-grade quality <laughs> audio. What's going on, man? Felt like they're trying to pull a fast one on us, man. Yes. This, uh, th- he's been doing this uh, a couple times now. He did it with uh, Joe House this week. It insults our intelligence, Chris. Well, Matt, <laughs> it doesn't really have to get up on a stepladder to reach that <laughs> level. At 8.02, this swallow. Bad teams. That was a... And at 13.08... More swallowing. Been passed. Lamar. At 1454, Bill reminds us that he could have used social media to talk about Mitch Trubisky, but didn't. So I didn't do the tweet. Also, he didn't do the tweet. (laughs) (laughs) It's the new dance sensation that is sweeping the nation. (laughs) I think Bill wanted us to, like, uh, see him as merciful unto Chicago. (laughs) Yes. Benevolent Bill. At 1650... (laughs) Waiting until the off-season to do something is one thing. It makes sense. It may not make strategic sense, but it makes syntactical sense. What Bill says does neither. I, I think that it always well, is till the off-season when you do something. It always <laughs> is till the off-season when you do something? <laughs> Chris, when are you going to do something? Oh, till the off-season. <laughs> <laughs> I think most farmers would take offense at this. We'll till the off-season. At 1933, this swallow. I don't see it. At 2248, this swallow. (laughs) A couple of... At 2441, Bill's mirth continues to terrify. (laughs) (laughs) That one sounded like... uh, Very sinister. uh, Yeah, or like Cartman or something. It sounded like he just got done tying a damsel to a train track. (laughs) You know what uh, makes it sound more sinister, Matt? Slow motion? (laughs) It's audio. So let's yeah. let's hear Bill as if he were laughing in slow motion. <laughs> yes. 
Well, okay. <laughs> at twenty five fifty five, this Joe Bluth nominee. <laughs> Looking at these, it really just sounds like a pump fake attempted <laughs> conversation. Like you could see Cousin Sal's knees buckle as he's trying to figure out which way this sentence is going to go. He from just Bill. gave up on whatever he was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the way it is when uh, uh, James Brown uh, has a little bit of a throat tickle. <laughs> I like it. At twenty eight fifty nine, swallow the playoffs out of this this group. At thirty four oh eight, our hero Bill struggles but finds a way. To get through this throat noise. That I, th- I personally thought they gave up too much. What what must it be like to have a meal with this man? You just have to it's wear just, like a face guard. Yeah, it's just constant belching, yawning, gulping. <laughs> well, there's a lot of gulping when I eat, Matt. Well, I mean like... Chewing ice, <laughs> accidentally biting fingers. At 3508, during a conversation about the Rams attempting to take over L.A., Bill fails at this cliche. Empty every boat we have. Empty every boat? I think he might have said bullet. <laughs> I think what Bill is saying is, in order to make sure this is the best possible year, we should take all the bullets in the gun <laughs> and empty them of gunpowder. And then, I don't Success. know. <laughs> Matt, well, Matt, I had some material prepared for empty every boat. Uh, it was going to have to do with uh, Pilgrims and Plymouth Rock. <laughs> Uh, but I guess I will forego my boat material. Thanksgiving themed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. At thirty seven twenty one, you know what's back? Commercials for Crown, as Mal would say, Royale. <laughs> you know what? Uh, the Royale sounds like it has something to do with the Palooza. <laughs> the Royale is a tent at Palooza. <laughs> at Palooza. Or <laughs> have great. That ruins it for everyone. Make the right call. Take a water. Water break. Don't be that person who swallows in the middle of a paid-for commercial on your podcast. <laughs> Does Crown Royal want us to believe that if you drink water, you'll be less drunk? Well, that's it, not how water works. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you, what you do is you exchange a drink, uh, booze drink, for water. So instead of having five drinks in a row, you have drink water, drink water, drink. So you consume less alcohol. So the implication is you will not. You only have three drinks. Yeah, because the implication, according to my example, yes. okay, because it makes it seem to me they're like water break. So it sounds like this: I plan on having five drinks tonight. Mm. Crown Royal says, "Don't forget, you have to take a water break." <laughs> so then I will take three drinks and then have water and then have two more, which doesn't solve any problems. But it does make for more peeing. Chris, I noticed you said that uh, the Crown Royal was delicious. <laughs> well, I didn't say it, <laughs> but my mouth made a noise that was yeah. similar. Would you like to hear all the things that Bill and his guests found delicious last week? I would love nothing more. Like to hear it? Here it goes. So mm. when that mm. by mm. say mm. and yeah, mm. 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 Um, mm. that last mm. thing, mm. Mm. Bill thinks at around forty-one minutes into the first episode of last week that if the only way uh, that you can be credited for doing something for ten years is to be called a veteran, it mostly means you have done nothing of any note. Kyle Creighton. Veteran producer. Oh, no. And then Sal presciently calls out what is likely to be the case, which is this. Yeah, you've, you've made money for doing nothing. That's what, that's what it means. It's not, it's not a compliment at all. I think Kyle kind of recognizes the truth in the fact that he is basically ripping off his uncle. Is there any chance that if The Ringer still exists in 10 years, that Kyle is not working as a producer at The Ringer? You mean because he got a more lucrative offer somewhere yeah, else? Yeah, like there's no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's rigor for life. At 41-48, does anyone in the room know the Heimlich Maneuver? Pound the ball in with Melvin. I never should have ended my contract holdout uh, Gordon. 
who they are amazing. He was like, I am going to get this nickname out at fifty two oh one. Is somebody fixing a bike in the fucking studio? You know, next week. Next week's the yeah. game. <laughs> what is that? The chain, Chris. I think what it has to be is someone has a ratchet <laughs> and they're trying to take off the back wheel so that they can straighten out the rim and do better jumps <laughs> or possibly ramps. Now, Matt, we've talked in the past on Guessing the Lines about our belief that Bill at least sometimes cheats. Yes. I think even Cousin Sal is on the cheating bandwagon because of this exchange uh, that really comes to a head at around 52 minutes. I thought it was eight and a half. What do you mean you thought? First of all, <laughs> the pregnant pause as Cousin Sal's mental gears grind and he processes <laughs> that Bill has just said, I had a feeling that the line was something other than what you just said, implying he actually knew what the number yeah. was. So what happened here was Bill made a guess that was close enough that he thought he would win and then was shocked and surprised when he found out that he hadn't won because the line was not he what he believed it was, and then he outed himself. Yes, and Sal, <laughs> our hero for the day, jumps on it. Oh, you saw it? Yeah, remember I texted you. The pause after Sal's <laughs> cross-examination as Bill tries to formulate his rationale. Oh, yeah, don't you remember? I told you all about this. Uh, not too convincing to me, Matt. Because I, I wanted to do a tease. This is the one game I looked up. The one game. <laughs> this, only one time did I cheat on our lines, and it was this one that you just caught me on. Also, it doesn't make any sense that he would look it up because they can make the bet any time before Sunday. And granted, the line might change a little bit between now and then, but nothing's crazy. So for him to say, well, the reason I looked it up because now he has acknowledged that he looked at the line, was so that we could discuss a potential tease. That doesn't make sense for two reasons. One, you need more than one team to tease, Chris. Yes. So he that means he must have looked up a different one. But also, he could have done it after they guessed the lines and then said, we're going to do this tease. Bill's a cheater. It's very much like the, I never had sex with that woman, but if we did, <laughs> and my DNA is there, it was consensual. At 5336, literally, literally does not apply, <sighs> especially in this quote. So they're already coming into it, well, like, all- kind of f- this guy, and now he's oh, right. literally f***ing them. Sorry, dude. <laughs> it's it's brutal, but uh, you really got to be careful when using the word literally when you mean figuratively, <laughs> especially when the verb is f***ing. At 105.04, Matt, big fan of Stephen King? Sure. You see the Stephen King movies? Sure. It? I've seen that one. What's the bad guy's name in It? Pennywise. Aha. Uh-huh. Not just the clown? <laughs> he's like the clown in It. He's- also, how is he like the clown in it? Because he's waiting? Uh, because he's changing form, like turning into a spider. At 107.18, Bill censures himself. So you don't have to hear the word f***ing. And instead you hear this word, which for some reason has an R in it. He's fucking awesome. That was awesome. ridiculous. He's not just awesome, baby. He is fucking awesome. <laughs> you know what's funny, Matt, to uh, Bill Simmons? Bill Simmons is a jokes. <laughs> like when he did this Francesa impersonation. And then oh, the Wheezy laughed. The impersonation is terrible. At 10740. Uh, They're complete losers. <laughs> <laughs> and again, almost 30 seconds later, at 10755. He is clueless. <laughs> it's like a wheezy, gaspy laugh. The most uncomfortable moment of the week is at 11246 when Bill makes this comparison to a certain character from Pulp Fiction. Put this red ball in your mouth. I'm going to st- put the strap behind your head. I want you to put your hands behind your head, behind your waist. I'm going to handcuff you, and I'm going to put you in this trunk and call you the gimp. 
<laughs> Why is he in the trunk? <laughs> <laughs> and then just in case anybody misses the point of this extended and tortured analogy, I'm going to call you the gimp. And call you the gimp. At 113.14, more mirth. <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> I'm going to have nightmares. <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> At 114.50, more. <laughs> At 119.26, another throat pump fake by Senior Simmons. If not, if you don't like it. Just to remind our listeners, he could re-record the audio read that is paying him money. Chooses not to. Good enough for him, good enough for you, advertiser. At 127, more Palooza. <laughs> don't forget Palooza. We won't forget Palooza. We have no idea what it is, but we won't forget. At 131.21, wrong verb. You kind of struck the lottery. You don't strike the lottery. You can hit the lottery. You can strike gold. You can strike oil. Lightning strikes. You don't strike the lottery. It's just simply not how the lottery works. At 131.39, here's Bill attempting to speak English. Whatever, however many year range this Astros team is. Do teams have ranges? (laughs) Is he, is he saying rain? <laughs> he means to say rain. And what he's thinking is there's a G in the oh, word no. rain. No, I don't think no? that's... No, I think he meant range. This is like a classic Bill, it's too lazy to say all the words. What he's trying to <laughs> is say... Is it Kevin? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I waste time, say lot word when few word do trick. What he's trying to say is this is a many year range that the Astros have been successful. Even that <laughs> doesn't, doesn't make work. any sense. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> but that's what he's getting at. But it's just another less words. At 138.47, another terrifying chuckle. <laughs> Ooh. Even more sinister slowed down. <laughs> At 143.20, there's back to backers. The first is there's two elephants in the room. There, there's two elephants in the room. Elephants, as a word, is plural, which means it should be there are two elephants in the room. But you know the best time to do the first of two elephants? I'll, I'll do the first one first. It ain't second. <laughs> How do you do? Well, I'm not going to ask that question. <laughs> Probably a stepladder. You ask the gimp. He's so familiar with his work. In the trunk. That's where you do it. <laughs> it's an elephant joke. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Do the elephant in the trunk. At 143.40, this is Jacko clearing his throat into a microphone. Well, here's the other thing I'll say about Judge. <clears throat> I think Judge is a stand-up guy. This is an edit where you don't hear Jacko clearing his throat into a microphone. Well, here's the other thing I'll say about Judge. I think Judge is a stand-up guy. At 151.31, Bill uses a, a German word with which we here at the Bill Simmons Podcast are intimately familiar because we're always rooting for Bill to fuck up so we can laugh. So we always <laughs> use the word schadenfreude correctly. And we always pronounce it correctly, too. Here's our robot friends. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Here's Bill. The Schadenfreude. Oh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Not even close. Scheudenfreud. It sounds like a... Uh, we'll be uh, back after this. <laughs> <laughs> <What's that>? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a burger joint involving uh, psychology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They probably have good malts the there, but they always make yeah. you feel guilty. <laughs> and there's like a lot of um, Oedipal complex, right? Wasn't that Freud? We find our food to be both edible and edible.
Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. I don't have quite as much from the second episode of the week, Matt. This is the one that ostensibly had Bill with Ed Norton. It was more like Bill and then Ed Norton. It was mercifully only one hour, 28 minutes, and 49 seconds. I say that joking, uh, as if you can tell. <laughs> Some of these things, these jokes don't quite reach the uh, humor quotient that one would expect. I like listening to Ed Norton talk uh, and deliver a monologue, but Bill was pretty uh, uh, unnecessary for most yes. of that conversation. At 150, Bill says that he went to see the first game of the season at the uh, uh, Staples Center. Lakers-Clippers tonight, I went. Which is only important based on something he says later. We'll talk to that in a second. At 158, he promotes the fact that he, Bill Simmons, has successfully achieved as a guest another A-lister. Yet another A-list actor who has not been on the BS podcast. It's weird, though, because the way he says it is, yet another A-list actor who has never been on my pod, who I now have on my pod. But it also implies, how could there be A-list actors who have not been on this podcast? It's like the ultimate in uh, self-congratulatory behavior. Edward Norton. Pearl Jam at 207. Is it possible that the guy they had on was not Edward Norton? And that's why Bill said it that way? Don't leave that in. (laughs) At 350, Bill is missing out on the opportunity to have a uh, mashed chickpea dip provider. (laughs) As a sponsor on his show, just based on this pronunciation alone. Clippers and the Lakers were humming. Based on this pronunciation alone. Humming. Yeah, right? <laughs> now, it's 6.08 to bring things back around to the fact that Bill points out early on that he went to see Lakers and Clips. Here are the people he accuses of wanting to go see Lakers and Clips. It was like, you know, a game that people wanted to be at and be seen at. Yeah, Bill, like you. That's why you're <laughs> bragging about it. Bill then swallows. I would say it was like 50-50. And all... Matt, what do you call it when you're taking a shot on the basketball court and it hits off the front of the basketball hoop? Front rimming? That's right. Front rimming. Yes. How about Bill's on-the-fly attempt to come up with the terminology? Give us a grade on this one. Short... Short... uh, Short rimming. Short rimming? (laughs) At 14.03, here's a nominee for the Joe Bluth Award. Here he is, Tim Thomas. Somebody oil that door. (laughs) What's the plural of swing man, Matt? Swing men. You know what? That's what it would be to me, but it's incorrect. Here's the correct pronunciation according to Bill at around 1624. Especially with swing man. With swing man. <laughs> Maybe he's like one of the mighty heroes. It's like rope boy, baby man, swing man. Baby man. <laughs> what are they guys' superpowers? <laughs> uh, it has to do with a bottle. Seriously. At 2505, Bill who is uh, no stranger to hyperbole, says that he has never been more riveted by anything <laughs> than watching Dwight Howard last night. I've, ne- I've never been more riveted by anything. Dwight Howard, who is washed up, yes. that's being nice. And skinny. And skinny, is the most riveting thing Bill has ever watched. I'm surprised he hasn't seen pornography. <laughs> yeah, that is fascinating stuff. <laughs> Matt is a testament to how riveted we were by this episode. I don't have anything else for like 40 minutes. (laughs) 
It was just Edward Norton talking. <laughs> yes. And he's pretty interesting, but he does a pretty decent job of expressing himself. Not yeah, a lot what of you're trying conscience. to say, Chris, is he doesn't fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> At 108.33, Bill fits in a swallow. But, uh, remember the Titans? At 125.19. Spooky Bill creaks out this laugh. I mean, like I'm, I'm making fun of like my own. I don't know why he follows these laughs up with that weird <laughs> inhale thing, man. <laughs> Remember last week, Matt, when Bill said by the end of the month he was going to tell us about his new podcast project? I do. Pretty soon we're going to have an announcement of another thing I have been uh, brewing and hatching for the last few months. He's been both <laughs> brewing it and hatching it. It's, it's like it's a the... beer egg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's like a, a witch's potion. Oh, yeah. Slash egg. At one twenty-two thirty, Bill says uh, that he knows Ed Norton's son will soon be on the internet when he asks him if he's on the internet and Ed Norton says he doesn't know. Uh, because his son is. I'm t- my son's 11. I'm telling you. He's going to go well, on the internet 11. and start reading about you soon. Warning to Ed Norton. <laughs> do not <laughs> compare or base any of your own experiences off of what Bill does with his kids. The end of that pod was Bill actively trying to kick Edward Norton off. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I felt kind of bad. Yeah. You don't have to I go mean, home, but you I, can't stay here. Ed I, Norton, I, famous <laughs> Academy Award man. I want to try and give Bill the benefit of the doubt because he kept saying that the door keeps opening, which I assume means that Maybe it was the clown from it. (laughs) You're right. Let's just leave it there. (laughs) We'll be back after this. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Matt. Nice. Voting isn't just going to the polls on Election Day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. In the third episode of the week, one hour, 50 minutes, and 33 seconds. First, it was with Joe House, followed up by David Chang, food man, food TV show man, interesting guy, podcast host on uh, the Rigger Network. Matching his head already. (laughs) Pearl Jam at 201 talking about the number of innings that are left at a certain point in a baseball game. This is a theoretical game. And now you're looking at it's it's 10-10 in the bottom of the fourth, and you have a whole time ahead. You have a whole time ahead. You don't have a partial time ahead. <laughs> There's a significant amount of time ahead, and it is whole. This is some sort of uh, no fractional like time. existential shit. At 8.15, we should point out that Bill, when describing and uh, giving advice to house about going to the world series bill wants you to know he has been to world series games. wow so i've been to a few world series games i got news for you bill so have i yeah great job matt at twenty one eighteen, are we about to take a break <laughs> yes how many one <laughs> we'll take one, one break though <laughs> this is what happens that motherfucker will not change horses <laughs> midstream i am finishing this sentence and it is staying that way period we're going to take one break, though. <laughs> Matt, at 2651. This is not Embiid's team. This is both of your teams. It could be Embiid's team. It could be Simmons' team. It could be a team that belongs to both of them. But it's only ever one team, singular team. It is never more <laughs> yeah, than one team. team. This is not their teams. It doesn't make any sense because he added a new team, which would potentially <laughs> solve the problem that they each needed one, yes. but then he gave them both the yeah. teams. <laughs> Matt, do you know what happens when you have 
two negatives in a sentence. It changes the meaning to a positive. Yes, it cancels it out. So when Bill says this at about 2726. I didn't see anything yesterday that didn't make me change my opinion. If he didn't see anything that didn't make him change his opinion, it means everything he saw made him change his opinion. Right. That's not what he meant. Oh, it's clearly what he meant, Chris. (laughs) And now time for Bill Simmons Theater. Uh, Hey, Bill Simmons. Yes? I loved your performance today on the podcast. Believe me, you're you're making me happy. Everything you did today was perfect. You're you're making me happy. I think you're a smart man. You're making me happy. I wouldn't change a thing. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Get it. Hey, remember that guy that uh, plays for the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder? His first name is Shea. Yeah. Did he change his last name's pronunciation yet? <laughs> I don't think so. One of these days he'll get around to it. Until then, Bill will just be wrong, like he is at 3620. Shay Alexander. All right, Matt, this is the second thing of the week that really bothered me, and it felt deceptive. At about 3728, House reminds Bill that House, Bill, and Ryan all chose to bet the over on the win totals for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Over. On Oklahoma City at 32. Bill says he forgot, but he's glad that they did. Oh, we and all, we all went over. Oh, good. I forgot. We all went over. He then goes on to say this. You you uh, have a pretty firmly held conviction that Chris Paul is going to stay with OKC this year. And if that happens, then then it's a, it's a great, there's a lot of value there. Yeah, you're right. That's why I went over, because I didn't think they're going to be able to trade him. How does Bill turn around <laughs> 20 seconds later to explain why he went over? When he did not remember he went over. Like, this is after-the-fact <laughs> rationalization. This is like an ex well, post facto explanation. Well, here's the thing. Bill, who believed he was wrong, which yes. in Bill's mind is a rarity, yes. was then told he was right, which he had to double down on at that point, Chris. <laughs> which is great because he actually thought he was wrong. So, so he has to figure out how to shoehorn truth into mistake. Right. At 43.12, Bill says he thinks he's down about $80,000. I think I'm down 80K. I don't know if he means for the year or for the week or what, but didn't he say a week or two ago that he's down like $360,000? It doesn't make any sense. And also, I don't understand the million dollar bets thing is means you start with a million dollars. Yes. How is he down 80000 and is betting him? Does he have another million dollars? I mean, it's all phony baloney, but still. Yeah, but it's. He talks about it. It's as intellectually he's willing to do it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't understand. I mean, clearly, what Bill should be saying is, I'm just going to bet a million dollars every week, and we'll see how often I win and how often I lose. But as a matter of actual money, unless it's like with a bookie, Bill, once he loses the money, he has to put up more money. At 44 minutes and eight seconds, these swallows <laughs> proving the opposite. If it's a field goal game, they'll do something dumb in the last minute, the last five minutes. Maybe it's not that close. At 44.35, don't cough into the mic. In <laughs> At 46.42. All of the numbers of them are pretty good. Statistician, mathematician, man of the number. All of the numbers of them. <laughs> At 50 minutes and 47 seconds, this swallow. Will Fuller, Will Fuller always gets hurt. I don't think the running backs are very good. Watson's running. If you're doing an ad for the sports equinox and you have to burp or swallow... Just keep talking, baby. Power through it. One hour, 30 seconds. As a unicorn hitting an inside-the-park home run. This year, void where this at 101.28. Void where prohibitive. Prohibitive. It sounds like he's, <laughs> it's, it's a frog who's pronouncing this. No, it's better. It's void where prohibitive. So if you oh, were, I thought he said prohibitive. No, I think it was 
prohibitive. Well, I only have material on prohibitive. <laughs> well, I like the frog thing, so we'll assume he said both. <laughs> and void where prohibitive is like, if you're in a place where you just can't do this, well, it's void where it's prohibitive. <laughs> <laughs> That's simply too expensive. <laughs> Prohibitively expensive? Yeah. Yes. Well, well it's void. Do it. Sorry, not allowed. At one eleven forty-five, swallow. In the world. I'm not even talking about your show. Bill is the champion of coming up with an attempt to quantify something that is otherwise meaningless. So when he says this about discoverability of restaurants, when speaking with Dave Chang at 115.08, I was both not surprised and delighted. I think the discoverability is has gone 19 higher levels. There's so much. There's so much. <laughs> First of all, discoverability. Maybe a word, sure. <laughs> Second of all, discoverability is is ranked or rated or measured in levels. <laughs> and it starts out at a an unknown level. But when we have the internet and smartphones, it has gone up, even though we don't know what this level means, by 19 of them. Perfect. <laughs> Not 20. No. 19. Also, yes. his friend went, thar. A friend of mine went, I heard about this. His friend is apparently a pirate. <laughs> What was the point of this Dave Chang thing? It just seems weird because normally when Bill has a guest, they are inevitably plugging something. But also it's unusual because it's like this is a guest. It's somebody we haven't heard from all the time. But Dave Chang has a podcast on The Ringer and then came on Bill's podcast. And they didn't really talk about anything. They very briefly talked about his show. But they more talked about it in the context of like how is this different from everything else any- or everything else anybody's doing. Then they just kind of talked about nothing and yeah. levels. At 130.44, I've left places fast. I've also left tread marks, depending on what I've had to eat. But I just think this is wrong. <laughs> then leave, leave tread marks getting out of there. <laughs> Do you leave tread marks when you peel out? I don't think tread marks is the right word. No, it's not. <laughs> skid marks? I don't even think skid marks are the right word. You lay rubber. Yeah. Smoke your tires. I don't think you leave tread marks. I guess you can leave a mark. Well, if you're spinning your tires, Matt the tread would not imprint itself <laughs> because it would be moving. Right. So there'd be no tread to see. This f- guy. At 132.18, talking about Dan Snyder, Washington professional football team owner, and his failings, Bill says that this is one of the problems, and it has to do with personnel. And he seems to have a really, really bad hiring picker. This is a professional who thinks the problem that Dan Snyder has is who he chooses to hire. Or his personnel department, or his human resources department. Bill's phraseology is really, really bad hiring picker. The hiring picker? The guy who picks the hiring. (laughs) At 136.01, child Kyle didn't have an answer. I don't have an answer. (laughs) Still doesn't. And now he's producing this podcast. That's a weird story. I didn't really understand why he told it. At 133.11. Do you think that I'm not saying I'm the best parent, by the way? Yeah, Bill, we know. You are not the best parent. We are concerned for the welfare of your children. We agree wholeheartedly. Do not take parenting advice from this man. At 148.19, is this an attempt at humor? I joke. I jest, says Bill. That's all the laughs we got for this week, Matt. There were plenty. Come back next week, unless the cost is too prohibitive. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast, and I'm Chris. Ribbit. Did you see the uh, 
uh, video thing that Bill and Rusilla did. Uh, both before and after the uh, Sunday night football game with the Chiefs and the Packers. The Bills barbecue? Yes. Which didn't have anything to do with the Buffalo Bills? Right. No, I didn't see it. Uh, at one point, there is a cutaway to food, unremarked upon. <laughs> at various points, there are cutaways to two women, possibly Bill's wife and possibly another, maybe Amanda Dobbins, ringer employee. Not sure. Never named, never referenced. <laughs> at no point does anyone uh, sort of recognize that there is a cutaway happening. Uh, and the two women are playing um, cornhole. Uh, and then uh, at, at the one barbecue. point, right? Yeah. <laughs> and at one point, cousin Kyle just walks into the background of the shot, <laughs> looks around confused, and walks away again, unremarked on, unreferenced. It was great. It was it was everything I had wanted. The perils I, of live TV. In fact, I will absolutely watch the State Farm hoedown or whatever the <laughs> f- it's called over the uh, what would you call it polished NBC uh, Sunday night shit. 10 times out of 10. It was perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> Bill absolutely glued to the State Farm ad copy so that he can more or less get it right <laughs> instead of attempting to have some sort of rapport with the camera. Just beautiful. Beautiful stuff. I recommend. Did we really see Bill's wife? There's a lady who could have been his I feel wife. Like I'm, that's like the Loch Ness Monster. Like, you know, nobody ever sees what she looks like. Looks like could be Will's, Bill's wife. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Sure. <laughs>